Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Betches Media presents At Betches a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Jordana Abraham, Sammy Sage, and me, Aileen Drexler. We talk about it all from the latest celeb drama to the best movies to TV shows that we're so obsessed with right now. We share all of our thoughts, even the unpopular ones. Welcome to our pop culture group chat. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Aileen. I'm Jordana. And I'm Sammy. And today we have a lot to discuss in the pop culture world, as Jordana <laughs> might say. I'm quite excited. We have a lot of pop culture information to talk about. What's yes. um what's new with y'all? I don't well, say but, y'all. But first, um, yeah, I wanted to say I'm I might Irish exit this podcast towards the end <laughs> because I have to run to the train to Philly. Is Philly something that people can say if they're not from there? Or yes. like, is that is that cool? Is that I feel like people don't say Philadelphia Philadelphia yeah I'm going to Philadelphia that's what I'm saying like I was like when I was promoting the show I was like is it weird to say Philly is that like I I hear you is it on Philly I know I because I feel like with San Francisco in San San Francisco like someone yelled at me for saying San Fran on my stories once San Fran's uncool and I think I think SF is like maybe acceptable I think SF is acceptable I think it is I'm not positive but Okay, I don't actually say San Fran aloud. I just wrote it on my story once because it's shorter. Hey, well, that's the thing. You're using a briefs. And also SF doesn't, to me, it's not obviously San Francisco. It could it's be obviously initials. Sammy Fishbein. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No longer. Yeah. The defunct SF, yeah. Sammy Fishbein. Um, I think I've been called out for the San Fran thing before too, which um, is so, so I've embarrassing. Been, I'm, I'm always a little embarrassed to like say you know, put anything on the story. But I feel like Philadelphia sounds very formal. Right. It's like, excuse me, Mr. Philadelphia. I'll be like, in Philly. No, I think you could say I'm, I'll be in Philly. Like, it's just Philly like a cute little what? nickname. It's an endearing nickname for Philadelphia. How about this? How about yeah. this? I'm sure there are Philly people listening right now. You tell us what we yes. should say so we don't sound like absolute frauds. In the review, perhaps. In a review. With a five star. With a five yes. star. We have and good, we have good uh, I, 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 have I wrote good down one. good reviews to read today. Yeah. Same, same. And if, if you are in Philly and you would like to come to the You Up live show tonight, 
Um, there are still a few tickets left. If you're hearing this, it's five. You better, you better, <laughs> make you better <moves>. run. <laughs> you better make moves because the show starts at 730. But if you are in Philly, come see it. It's such a fun show. We have so many people coming on stage, which is um, the more people we get on stage, the better the show. And in Philly, every segment Wait, has someone coming up. Where is it in Philly? It's at Franklin Music Hall. Um, seven thirty. There's still time. Come see <laughs> us. Um, it's always a fun show. And if you are not in Philly, if you're in New York, DC, I'm so excited or, for the New York show. I'm so excited. It's going to be amazing. New York, DC, and Boston. We are going to be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday next week. Not in that order. You can look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Google it, bitch. Yeah, Google it. Come to those shows, and um, Sammy and Eileen will be there, and it's gonna be really, the really fun. Yeah. And if you go, we're, we're like the Disney characters yeah. in the audience, Ooh, right? Yeah. Fetch's world. Yeah, Fetch's but world. if you, if you, um, you know, if you're on the, if you're listening, and you are in Philly, you could be on the other end of Jordana's Irish exit. So just you could be. Yeah, I'm coming. To, I'm coming for you. Yeah, as they say, say hello. Um, and yes. say, I was, I just ran out my door. Yes. And to get any of those tickets, betches.co slash you up live. Betches.co slash you up live. Maybe if I leave now, I can make it to Philly. <laughs> okay. So I'll just host the well, show I myself. Haven't have, I haven't even left. So. <laughs> no, I mean, after, after we yeah. do our, our work, our work jobs today. That's true. You don't have to be there for hair and makeup. You know what I discovered just on a more personal note before we get into today's wildly exhaustive yes. pop culture? Yes. Yes. Is that. I hate trying on clothes and I hate shopping and I never want to do it again. Last night I was like trying on outfits for the show tonight. You just realized that? I mean, I've always kind of realized it, but I've always kind of like fought it because it just feels very like unfeminine to be like, I don't like shopping and I don't like trying stuff on and I don't like, it just seems like, I think I don't, I've never wanted to be that person. Yeah. But last night I was just like, I don't want to, I'm like trying on all these outfits for tonight's show and I'm just like, I don't. You have to take off the clothes. You have to put yeah. them on. You have to take them off. It's I think like you a just whole... pick one outfit and wear it at every show. I, Can I do that? Yes. You could. Jared wears should... a fucking black t-shirt every time. A lot of Does comedians Taylor Swift do change that. outfits? She, okay, yes. She changed But outfits. that's like part of the show. Yeah. like Right. That's a performance. Your fashions like are not like necessary. They're not. It's what you say that matters. It's not what you wear. That Alex, says people... she has, Alex says she has 16 costume changes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Holly. Holly hates us every time we have a fact incorrect. About Taylor Swift. No, yeah. no. Taylor Swift changes her costume different shows between the shows. Yeah. But teen time. But that is also like part of the point because it's different eras. So you have different costumes. Most comedians and people who do shows like you do, unless the costume is like the point, I think they kind of just Agreed. wear like the same right. thing. You but you want to blend in. I'm, I think I'm with you should wear you. one for every tour. Yeah. Yeah. You could have um, Etro design it like they did Taylor's. No, I think I wore a uh, I wore a black bodysuit and jeans to the Chicago show. Yeah. So I think you I could probably wear that again. That. Yeah. That's what every but girl's that, wearing anyway. Well, the issue is, is my next three shows after this show are all in a row. So it might get a little stinky. Just buy you could get the same bodysuit. <laughs> body yeah. You could wear the same bodysuit. Everyone wears the same jeans we, over and over again. Ours but here's the thing. So. I am with you. Right. You <laughs> could actually spritz. wear the same bodysuit as part of the show Just like that's okay. your costume and that wouldn't be uncool no it no. would be it would be aligned with your disgusting brand <laughs> 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 but i do okay i do think i'm with you jordana i i love shopping first of all but i hate trying things on i don't enjoy clothes shopping for that reason because i agree with you like the act of like putting things on and sort of adjusting yourself it just feels so like okay like right uh, and what? And, and then now you have, I have like, to what, like the big, the big reveal, <laughs> right? And, right. Oh, the shirt is on, right? And now I have to like, and now I have to like 
maybe to enhance the outfit, I need to like fuck around with accessories. And there's nothing more annoying than like tucking, untucking, belt, earrings, necklace. Like you're going to make me clasp these tiny little necklaces. Just to try it on. Just to try it on. Yeah. 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 That's the hardest part of this. I mean, I love doing these shows and the hardest part is just finding out. Getting dressed. You know, now I'm going to take, now that I've gotten the okay by my, my fellow head betches, I'm going to. (laughs) I, I I give you full permission, not that you need it, but if you wanted it. (laughs) But then when you do find a good outfit, you're like, oh yes, this is amazing. And I know it fits. But then you want to wear it over and over again. Yes. Yes. Well, as you should. That's what, you know, back in the day, women had like dressers, like the rich women. Yes. We need to bring that back. I think more yeah. women were dressers than had dressers. Yeah, just right. by like the, the way things, you know. Yeah. How many That's dressers a does a though. fucking woman need? If you could bring back one, like one thing from like 1850, what would it be? From like Downton Abbey. Um, oh my god! Like obviously, this there's a lot of messed good. up stuff that happened back then. But if you yeah. could keep, of course, you could keep. If you could keep something from that era, like, what nobody would it wants be? to bring the plague back. No, obviously no one wants to bring slavery back. No yeah, one yeah. wants to bring that's, like this is all that's women, all. women not having Voting, any yeah. sort of well, what can we bring? What can we bring? You know what I would bring back? I would bring back the fact that like no one can keep tabs on each other. <laughs> I think that is like the most beautiful thing that so people the internet. can. The not, internet. It's like kind You're of the to... Internet, but it's 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 kind of the inter- yes, kind of the Internet, but not really the Internet more more so like the constant like security and ability to like for not like you want to send security. letters as as methods of correspondence like i just wish that like maybe <laughs> i just kind of wish that like you could change your identity if you wanted like and like no one would be like oh no like, no. tra- like no i like the idea there's no fingerprints no, okay Technology. i like the idea that like a person could just sort of disappear and you might not hear for them for a while and that's okay and you might encounter them a decade later you know maybe they've changed their name no i'm, just, I'm like this is very specific really, Sammy. Really serious about that. No. are you trying to run away from something you did not a lot about this <laughs> she know. wants to wipe her slate clean no it's, it's not like that i want to it's more like the idea that like a person could could like exist could you know live in new york and then they could kind of like go to california and like make new friends and like you don't have to necessarily change your name in the situation you have to update Sammy, your Sammy, feed it would take you like like a year to get to California though. Well, yeah, exactly. that's <laughs> part of the fun. No one's fucking yeah, bothering need, me. I'm no. not in a rush. No one's like, fucking wagon. Sammy, where are your deliverables <laughs> from your, your, your trip? Oh my this God, is sponsored. Sammy. This, this <laughs> trip across the Oregon Trail is sponsored. That's not, you would hate this so much. You'd be you like, no, it. humans You'd adapt. Be like, oh my I'd be God, fine. I this, this inn is so like shitty. Like there's no, <laughs> you'd be like this horse just keeps shitting. Okay, then here's the thing. Humans adapt. So I wouldn't know any different. I wouldn't have ever been to like you'd be like it's so hot where is the ac <laughs> no i wouldn't know there would be no ac there would be no ac i uh, i don't I just know. like the idea of like that there's a little more mystery and anonymity and i wish we could get some some mystery and anonymity back like i find it really fucking creepy that i have watched influencers children go from age zero to ten and like i've never seen them in person less voyeur yeah, culture. like I wish that there, like, well, we could just go back a few decades for that. Well, right. well, a couple. I would bring back the farm fresh foods that were <laughs> that were home home and locally grown. No yes, pesticides. Less, less, yeah, I agree. 
If you're looking for simple but quality products for your five-minute makeup routine or want full-face glam that'll stun on a night out, Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards. It's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. My long-standing favorite, as you already know, is their mascara, but my favorite thing about Thrive is that they also support communities that we care about and do their best to give back. And while you know how much I love their mascara, right now I am loving their new Brilliant Eye Brightener. It is a highlighter stick made to brighten and open up your eyes, giving you an instant eye lift. You just apply it to the inner corner of your eyes to look rested and effortless. You can also use it as an eyeshadow for a perfect daytime glow or use the metallic shades for an easy smoky eye. It goes on very easily, making it easy to blend any of the 16 shades. Perfect for a five-minute makeup or a full-face glam. Spring is a great time to refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. And right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com betches. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash Betches for 10% off your first order. All right. We have a Taylor Swift story. It's um has nothing to do with Matt Healy. Well, actually, <laughs> it kind of does. But it's not. Adjacently. It's adjacent, Matt Healy, adjacent. But they've broken up. Yeah, they're, they're supposedly separated. Yeah, but there's pictures that were like leaked of Taylor Swift at this like mem- at this club called Casa Cipriani, which you know I didn't even know existed. Did you? I did, but I have never been. Well, yeah, it's like a member. It's like a very very exclusive membership club with like top celebs like Leo, Naomi Campbell, because they have like a strict no pick policy. And um, but what happened was people took some pics of Taylor with Matt Healy, and they posted them. And apparently, at least three members got kicked out for taking pics of her. And Taylor left. She was well, so... they say they. She says they. It says that she left, but the club denies that she left. Interesting. I mean, but two members were permanently banned. What was what was only suspended? Yeah. I think that's true. I think <laughs> that's true of anyone. <laughs> anyone who takes pictures at those places where they're like not supposed to take pictures, I think that's like sort of the known rule that you do get kicked out yeah yeah i've famously never seen a photo at soho house i have no idea what it looks like are you joking you're joking right of course there's a million (laughs) well i think it's probably because you've only seen photos of like people that don't that are not famous well there are places that are like that much yeah there are places that are really strict like you actually cannot even take a photo of you like um there's a okay it's a little bit embarrassing i do have to say it's a little embarrassing for new york that Taylor can't get privacy here. Like this would never happen in LA. At like their at the places they have, like people really respect it. Mm-hmm. And I find it a little embarrassing for our our city. Yeah. That they that she was not afforded the same respect at our private members clubs. Yeah. Agreed. You know, maybe they need some maybe they need some more upstanding members like ourselves. She, she just needs we're to, members she of needs nothing. to travel strictly in suitcases from now on, and that is it. She needs to eat from the suitcase. I mean, here's the thing though. If you saw Taylor Swift with her supposedly ex-boyfriend at this place and you were at this place i don't think i would publish it but i definitely like would kind of want to pick i would i wouldn't I would take a pic but i text everybody yeah i, I wouldn't, wouldn't post i wouldn't it take a pic i'd be too afraid be traced back to you yeah and then you'd be like don't show anyone but i'm too afraid of the authority no i would Casa just text Shibriani. i would just text to be like here's my contemporaneous notes about seeing taylor swift it's so funny that people who was not 
banned. They're suspended. They have to reapply as their punishment. Like, what are the chances they're going to get back in? Like, zero. I don't know. It depends how, I depends don't know how what, much money I don't know they what, have. Yeah, how I much think. is the, yeah. or, not, or how much money Casa Cipriani needs. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. I want to go. Now I want to see it. <laughs> now I want to go. Exactly. It's actually good publicity for them. It's like, um, it like is, but it's not. It's not. It's like, it's really not. Well, it's, it's like, like, what are they supposed to do if you sneak a picture? How are they supposed to control that? They would come over to you and they'd say, delete it. So yeah. there's supposed to be someone watching every yeah. single table to see if they're taking pictures constantly. I was at a concert. Yeah. Well, I was at this like violinist concert with my mom <laughs> and they said no pictures at all. Like you can take pictures, but you can't film it because they want to like keep the integrity of the show. So people would continue to go. Mm-hmm. And um, there was like, like three people policing the whole thing. And I saw all these like older ladies like taking these hilarious videos with like, you know, just for forever. I'm like, just watch it. What do you need to take a long 50 minute video for? People were policing. They're like, get off, get off, get off your phone, put it down. If you do that at like a comedy show, if you take yeah, any no, video at a comedy that. show or even like ja- like the, the Jared show, right. like people are saying, people will say like, delete that because well, that's the that's the product yeah like you want you don't want yeah. someone getting the product for free when it's like yeah they, you know they have to well i think the product at casa cipriani is privacy so exactly. they're like oh we have to be really serious so when leo comes he's not going to be like worried about you know which 23 year old he's going to be photographed right oh my god it's so oh. hard to find to find good private elite clubs you know just like so go to your, go, um do these people not have Guys. Homes? Well, no, that's the whole point. It's like now everything is like very much sequestered to their homes. But like if they want to go out, that's what these places are for. But wait, guys, have you seen pictures of Leo and his new GF? His girlfriend? What did they look like? She is. It's getting really. I told you this, Jordana, that I felt really creeped out. It's just like getting a little much like he's getting as Taylor Swift says. You keep getting older, but your lovers stay the same like he She's 23. The pictures that they posted, whatever, page six or whatever, as savage as they are, they posted pictures where she looks quite young. And it feels petty. Like, Ooh, she's yeah. like it just out of college. Pedo-y. Like, it's I'm weird. sorry. Looking. It's weird. I don't like it. It's getting too far. It's going too far. Please stop. He like, would get like a lot of credit if he just dated like a 28-year-old. I, I know. It's he needs just to see a therapist. <laughs> it's really, it's uncomfy. I don't like seeing it as a woman, especially. Like, they're sh- young. They're really young. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, think- they're technically not minors, so. No, 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 and right, they're- but they're so close to being fucking minors. They don't even realize they're how close they are. They're far closer to being minors than he to is. To death. than he is you know like it's just too you're running it too close to the to the edge and that's what makes me uncomfortable is like why do you need to do that like he clearly has some sort of complex that he could work out with a therapist taylor as he should taylor will have a lot of words on such a matter in her new speak now which is out next month but i have a question did she date him no, but she dated uh john mayer (laughs) at 19 famously and like and her whole thing is how he like they all fucked with her when whatever. Anyway, but you, if you could be just a hypothetical, if you could be the therapist of any celebrity, who would it be? Oh my god, um, I have to think of mine. 
for like entertainment, right? Not like for, for whatever, a challenging whatever, job. <laughs> whatever's most whatever's most important to you in the job. For me, you know, do you want a challenge or do you just want to laugh? I want entertainment. Okay, so that is that that's your choice. Um, but a lot of people who are really funny are deeply disturbed. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so like I don't know if I want that burden. Well, you know, I don't think you're okay, let's say you have no liability. Okay, okay, okay. I would love to be I love Amy Schumer. I'd love I love to Oh, be I watched her. her special. Oh, I'm gonna watch that. I, I'll I could talk about it if you I would be the um, Olivia Wilde, Jason Sudeikis couples therapist during yes. their whole scandal last year. That's what I would um, choose. I, I also recently, do you guys watch Dave on no. on Hulu? I've seen it before. Oh my it's God, funny. the finale. I just watched the finale of the last no, episode and surprisingly, like no clue Brad Pitt was in it. And he's in the oh. whole episode. And it was so good. Like, I can't even tell you how funny it was because you're just like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, why is Brad Pitt on my television right now on That's with scary. Dave? And um, I think I would like to be his therapist. Dave's? No, Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt's. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, that's a good one. And yeah. you can find out some good shit yeah. about. I would, yeah. I, just, I would definitely be into that. You'd yeah, just like to learn about like what it was like to go from fame back then to now. And then just like all of the shit with like Jennifer and Angie and like what actually happened on the plane and like what's the deal with their like rosé farm. I hope you're not saying this in your consult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These are the things that I want to know. <laughs> oh, well, you could just ask be like, this news clipping. Excuse me. <laughs> and I print it out. Yeah. You come with like a book. Yeah. You come with a laminated binder. On the subject of Leo, I kind of feel like Leo has had a vasectomy because there's no way that he wouldn't have gotten any of these women pregnant over the years, like at all. Oh, for sure. Okay, so you'd be Leo's therapist? I feel like he should have some sort of child at some point by now, (laughs) if not for that. Maybe he is shooting blanks. (laughs) Or vigilant about protection. Who knows? I Um, I feel like it's probably less. I think part of the appeal probably of the younger ladies are that none of them want to have kids yet. But they're and very fertile. So <laughs> lots of room for mistakes. But yeah, well, yeah. But so so maybe that's part of it. But I just, I don't like it. Don't you want to know whose therapist I would be? Yeah, oh, sorry, tell yes. us. How could you just not ask? I thought um, you were just going to say. Oh, oh so no. you were just asking so we would ask. <laughs> no, I actually haven't. I actually am still trying to decide. Okay. But I'm just curious. Was, Jordana, the, you didn't say who you want. To, oh, you said you wanted to be a, a couple therapist. Who are okay. the contenders? My contenders are Taylor Swift, okay. Selena Gomez, and Prince William. Prince William is an interesting one. I feel like I was thinking about Prince William. I feel like Selena Gomez sort of gave you her therapy session. Yeah. No, the, no, 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 no. On, that, on her special? I don't believe that she did. Highly edited. <laughs> I want to know, like, not just what's happening with her now. I want to know back. Maybe I could be their, her couples therapist with Justin Bieber back in the day. You right. know, you know who, yeah. you know who it would be really annoying to be the therapist for? Who? Tom Sandoval. Oh, I, I know. So annoying. It would literally just be like him just get, trying to manipulate you and tell you he's amazing and it's not true and like lie to you. And you're just like, all right, this is going nowhere. Bye. Well, as part of the rewatch that I'm doing with Dylan and uh-huh. we're doing the first season and Jax goes to a therapist in the uh-huh. first season because yeah. he doesn't want to, you know, he he wants to get Stassi back and he wanted mm-hmm. to leave Laura Lee. And he goes into <laughs> the therapy. Literally, oh my God. no, that was so fucked up. It was so fucked yeah, up. Yeah, so fucked Sometimes up. Sometimes I just randomly think about how fucked up that was. I know. Like, same. I just watched it like the other day, and it's it's so fucked it's, up. It's it's even 
Like he's, and then, and the, it's not just fucked up that he does it, but he's like, this doesn't have to be a big deal. We can just slow things down, but not immediately after she tells him ex- her whole like horrible, she brings horrible, him in like, story to like yeah. a whole room. To AA. So the therapist oh, so was bad. saying like a lot of times she'll, she'll be like, did you lie to me in the session? Because a lot of times I'll have, I'll have patients yeah. who are like, you know, in the beginning I used to lie to you a lot. So are yeah. you lying to me now? And he's like, no, no. And then literally not yes. even 20 minutes of footage later, he comes clean about how he <laughs> actually did. He actually did get a woman pregnant in Vegas while he and cheat on Stassi uh-huh. after he just told the therapist that he didn't. Uh-huh. So, you know, I do agree with you. You get a lot of lies from a, a Tom you get Sandoval. So many. But I wouldn't mind being Raquel's therapist or Teresa Judice's therapist. No, I would never no. want to be <laughs> Teresa Judice. would be Melissa. very difficult. Melissa. It'd be like banging your oh, head against the wall. No. No. The, the Gorgas. I would want to. No. Th- I'd be the fam. Oh, no, the family therapist. That would oh. be too much work. I would need like that's to be paid I mean. a lot of money. It's yeah. just a challenge that's I'm just not it's I'm too it's too late in life to undertake such a challenge. Don't want to handle it. The stress. Too late in life. Elaine, you were at 33, 34. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's too challenging. <laughs> too late in life. Yeah. Too late. <laughs> okay, we can't all be 23 like Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriend. I know. Okay, wait. New new news story breaking. Not really. Um, Harry Styles and Miley Cyrus are front runners for the 20. 20- 24 Super Bowl. I could see them as a good couple. Mm. Do you see it? They're both a little in. They're both a little alts. They're both a little experimental. Maybe. I think they're both incredibly uh, talented. I feel and like they, they're too similar. You know, I can't see the the chemistry. I I do. I think they're both like. I think they could Maybe. have a good time. Perhaps, but they're they as, not together. They're. It says that they. Um, oh no! I'm just talking about a fantasy couple. No, I I, but I mean, the rumors aren't that like they're doing it together. They're like, it's either or. That would make a oh. good rom-com where they, have to, where they have to fight Bye. to who's going to yeah. be the uh-huh. Super Bowl performer and then they end up falling in love and doing it together. Would, yeah. Who do you prefer? Who would you prefer be the... Be um, the... Miley. Miley, because I always prefer a female vocalist to a male vocalist. Has Miley done the Super Bowl before? I don't think no. so. And she has more oh. songs I'd rather hear. Neither... And- Party in the USA. Hello. Super yeah. Bowl fame. I mean, that's a great. That's what I was about to say that. Like, that's such a great Super Bowl. I know. What right? a banger. And she does live shows for the New Year's Eve for the last couple of years. She brings out people. <laughs> Although the first time she did it with Pete Davidson and it kind of sucked. This time she did it by herself and it was better. And some people are speculating that she could bring out Dolly Parton. That would be cool. Um I, yeah, I just I think she just would be more fun to watch perform, but because and Harry's, she's American. Yeah, I was about to say oh, Harry yeah. Styles is British. America. You know, it is. You don't get to, you don't get paid to do the Super Bowl, mm. so you know maybe we should have Harry Styles do it because he is British. No, because <laughs> they make so much more money in other ways from. Yeah, the Super Bowl. they really right. do. I mean, if you're even if your name is even in the ring, then you do not need any money. I just feel like no, but Miley like, would put on a sick show. I mean, like Harry would probably yeah. do it and be like fun. There'd be like a lot of like fashion and all this kind of stuff. He, would change, he doesn't mind changing his clothes. But yeah, he'd do like a hundred outfit changes. Miley would just be really fun. She would like dance the shit out of that and like would wear nothing 
and it would just yeah. be great. This might not be a popular opinion, but I really do feel that all female performers on aggregate are more talented than male performers. Hot take. Harry Styles are one is I do think one of the most talented male performers. But what women need to do what about in Bruce their, Springsteen. Wait, Bruce Springsteen is Harry Styles is one of the most talented male performers right of, now. of all time. No, what about now? Michael Jackson. Oh, just now. My, no, I'm talking about now. <laughs> I'm talking about now. Like right now that we have. Like I think okay. Harry Styles is one of the most. Right. He's, is one he's of the a most talented. Pop star. I think he's definitely like the most talented male performer we have now. But Bruce Springsteen, I also believe, is up there in terms of the male performers. But I'm talking about generally. Women performers have to work so much harder and be so much better at more things to get to the level that's equal to a male performer. Yeah, well. um, I hope Miley does on a roll. I can't. If she is... uh, if she if she gets I just, the job. I hope she fucking like, just like comes from, in on a fucking wrecking ball black, black and just mirror. takes out everybody. <laughs> a giant disco ball wrecking ball. Yes. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, I don't know if I agree about Harry Styles. He's definitely the biggest pop st- male pop star right now. Like, I happen to think Marcus Mumford is the best male oh, performer. Oh, no, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking, I'm talking pop stars. I'm not pop talking star. like, I'm yeah. not talking like in the He's whole the realm. Pop, pop. I'm talking like top 40s. Pop man. Although yeah. the Mumfords could be on the top 40s. Also, they're a band. The, the it's Mumfords. different than. No, Marcus. I don't, his voice. Oh, right. He's alone now. Well, no, I don't think they're up. going on tour again without okay. the fourth. Oh. I don't think Mumford is doing the Super Bowl. Yeah, no. definitely not. They Mom. could in, in in they could in future years in as part of a group of, of performers. A group. You know, they yeah. the, when when I discovered them, I, we were sitting on the couch in college. It was 2011, and we were watching the Grammys, and there was like a tribute to Bob Dylan, and it was a bunch of like these An folky, amazing voice. folky bands, and I've never heard of Mumford, and they were one of them. I think that's when everybody discovered them, like mainstreamly, and. That could be cool, like a folky Super Bowl with like Bob Dylan vibes. Not that that's like really the Super Bowl vibe. I don't think that's like Bob the vibe. Dylan is could actually you like, like just Bob Dylan coming out on a wrecking ball. But I don't think it's I don't think it's like high energy. Enough. No, you it's need not. someone like just like Bob Dylan. Is, you know, literally yeah, who right, I'm talking right. about when Compare- I say that male performers can get away with. Like yes. He is a great lyrics. I think I really like I really like his music, but like that's why we have poetry when you have a voice like that. I so, think Sheena Shea should do the Super Bowl. <laughs> that Good is the as one song is I okay. It took me like three weeks to realize that they're actually doing a commercial for a, a, a thing that you could buy. What is it? And then I was like for? Uber One. It's like a subscription where oh. you're to save on rides and eats savings. <laughs> like oh. so I literally put together, I'm like, wait, should I get Uber One? Not, and I'm now thinking about it. Not putting so, it together at all. Right. I didn't put it together whatsoever. But then I was like, wait, this is a product that, that they want you to sign up for so you could get cheaper rides and cheaper food deliveries. And maybe I should get it. This okay. is wait, not sponsored. Who did, who did an ad for that? <laughs> I missed the beginning of this. Sheena, it's, Lala, and Ariana it's like, it's in like every episode commercial. of Vanderpump Rules. Do you guys watch the commercial? <laughs> it's, it's not just a commercial. It's like a meme. <laughs> No, it's like it's there's a video of them like in a recording studio. And, and it's uh, funny. It's like camp. She I, just, I, I didn't watch the whole thing because that's why I didn't know oh, what you, it was a commercial for. Oh, I know every word to the fucking song. Oh my god. You it's it's to the tune of Good as Gold. I know every word at this <sighs> point. It's actually embarrassing. I hope Daisy Jones and the Six performs. Like <laughs> 
50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competition for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios in Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant nearly 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Okay, speaking of Vanderpump, did you guys see John Hamm and John Slattery? They were on Watch of Heavens Live and which is funny. And John Hamm recently, and a lot of many times you've heard that he's a big Bravo fan. He watched a lot of Housewives. He's a big fan of Jersey. He likes the um, Beverly Hills. He recently said he's a Vanderpumper. And so then he was on Watch What Happens Live with John Slattery, who is not a Bravo or. And but they made them reenact the parts of the reunion. Yeah, it was the fucking funniest. It was so thing funny. Ever. And yes, was, I mean, and John only Hamm John played, Hamm's part, really. Yeah, James. Yeah. yeah, because John Slattery was like, I don't know what the fuck He's this like, is. He's like, am I British? I'm not sure. Yeah, Why yeah. don't we insert the clip? Okay, on your ready, fellas. You've always been an opportunist. <laughs> an opportunist? You f***ed Kirsten, Kristen to get on the show. Use my condoms. I've stood up for you. You. I don't want you to stick up for me. You're a pussy ass bitch. You're a clown. Your band sucks dick, you backstabbing hoe. Am I supposed to have an English accent? No, you're not. You no, don't. okay. Get in my face again and I will f you up, motherfucker. Pussy bitch. You're a worm with a mustache. And see that. But um, here's the thing though. Recently, a lot of Kristen D- Dowdy, Duty. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Duty, Kristen Duty. One, one more try, one more try. <laughs> Kristen Duty, D-O-O-D-Y. Do what? Kristen Dowdy. Try another O sound. Dowdy. 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 Kristen Duty. Kristen Duty. Sounds like something James would call her. Yeah. He probably did. Well, there have actually been, there have been like, Kristen, Kristen actually, I mean, this is about to get dark. I know you're like hysterically laughing. There have been allegations that that Kristen had confirmed that James like physically Yes, that's what I was going to get to. Okay, Before okay. I called her Kristen Duty. Okay, cool. um, Accidentally. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Okay, yeah, she was on a podcast and she said like all the truth about James Kennedy is going to come out soon. Like he, yeah, like she alluded to the fact that he hurt, hit her or abused her allegedly and that like all of this love for James Kennedy is is temporary because and then I thought back to the moment in the reunion when I don't know who asked Sands what. Sands of all mentioned the waitress. The waitress? That, that uh, James like inappropriately touched the waitress. Maybe I don't, it wasn't that, but it was when just was like strong, it was yeah, just strong, it was yeah. about James. Like, what about all the people that James has James cheated on Raquel more than all those things? And we all know, like, he obviously did. But the way like you look at his face and he's so clearly lying and he's like, does nope, not haven't. Nope. Nope. I have not yet. Like the way that his face is, he's like, I don't want to go there. Don't go there. Don't make this about me. And then he gets really reactive and blows his fuse like in 30 seconds and then you think about the way in which he does react. The whole reunion, everyone's like laughing and thinks it's funny, like poo-poo head. 
It's just like, like not funny. I thought worm with a mustache was way more creative. Move away from poo I mean, head. Stick with the I mustache think, joke. Yeah, James. Of, of and course, he says really mean shit about women. Yeah. Calls he, I don't, like, yeah. remember, remember Raquel's nose and how it was like crooked and how Lisa was like, "What really happened with Raquel's nose?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, and she's like, "James bumped my nose." Yeah. And then they went to Paul Nassif. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. don't. Okay, like. It just seems. I don't know. But to me, I mean, it's, it always all, seems, it's all alleged. But yeah, I mean, it, that I did happen. The, phys- the physical abuse alleged, but yeah. the verbal abuse you see. Yeah, it's very like it's on the show. It's yeah. very like it's like I don't think anyone can deny that what he does is verbal abuse. He would. I mean, the even rage Raquel, text. Yeah, Raquel would say like he would text her like you're a slut. You're a. Whatever, That's when like he, he thought she was hooking up with Sandoval like years no, ago. No, this well also, other stuff, yeah. other guys, anything else like he was like yeah. I don't I think the verbal abuse on the show is like very blatant, yeah. very clear. Yeah. It's not in question. It's very like like the, the you, physical stuff obviously would be terrible also, but like this is not in question. And you can see how quickly he goes there like just from even the last season when he pours the drink on Schwartz. Yeah. And like how quickly he'll just go like, "Oh, you over nothing." Yeah, ab- absolutely. Like he gets hurt just for a second and he goes to the lowest dig you could and he doesn't and he doesn't back down. He's like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I love you. I love you. And if he's here and he keeps saying, oh, I was 21 then I was 21 then. But like he's this way now. Right. It makes you really question. Well, another thing that Kristen said was that the I think the more possibly more concerning for the show itself, the allegation was that. They knew that he had hit Kristen and they cut that out of the show. And then they How do like, you know? because oh, that's she what she said. Oh, said. She said that. Okay. She said that. And she said that they showed, you know, they showed him like, I think basically they had showed her like trying to get away from him and like pushing him away. Uh-huh. But she says that they cut where he had like provoked her first mm-hmm. so that it made her look crazy and made her look like the abusive one. But in reality, and she really puts it on Lisa. She says that like Lisa's defending James because of their personal relationship yeah. and that the show like knows he's abusive and just kind of. I mean, Lisa yeah. has always, even from his verbally abusive behavior, has kind of protected him. Hasn't really like, like when Kate, I remember, I think there was a season where Katie goes like, James is like verbally abusing me. He keeps calling me fat. He keeps saying really mean things to me and you let him keep working here. In the first like episodes, she would defend Stasi, even though she was like fully bullying Sheena, bullying anyone who was in the restaurant. Like she has a history of defending people who are who she likes, but are not anyone who do things that are very show. anyone who's good for the show. Kristen was good for the show. I think be- because Kristen she didn't like her. Didn't yeah, she didn't like her. Anyway, I just I now I have like kind of pause about like celebrating James a little bit because I just hearing that and then kind of remembering, you know, just because he's quote number one guy in the group right now, it's like a temporary position. I mean, that's not a good designation. No, the former one was Jax. <laughs> obviously not. And it's sort of a joke, but it's almost like but, but people aren't really taking it as a joke. Yeah. You know? Yeah. People actually feel like, Think oh, he's my God, funny. He's and then hot. I and I see him and he's he's killing it at like a lot of these shows there was like a huge line outside of sir and he was like walking on like the divider and people were like cheering for him so i don't know i think I, I, who knows what's gonna happen i'm 
definitely excited for season, the next season. <laughs> Ryan Bailey said that he makes 50K a DJ appearance. Yeah, and that wow. Sandoval's band charges 25K. But you have to pay for like the hotel, the lodging, the sound, and like the setup. Ugh. So you're paying like 25K and then. So many videos of Sandoval's concerts that are just like really cringy. Right. Like I could get up on a stage and sing karaoke <laughs> and put on like leather. The fact of the matter is, is this entire scandal has been wonderful for all of their careers. Yeah. I think maybe besides Tom Sandoval. Um, yeah, but besides that, they're all coming Rock back Hill next year. The show really is happen. maybe going to get canceled. They're going to be getting paid so much more for next year's uh -huh. season. There's like, regardless of any other endorsements that they <laughs> have had. If anyone who watches Jersey, that's a endorsement. Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, awful thing to happen, but great for them personally. Every single person on that show. I would love a Raquel tell all. That is Same. what I'm waiting for. I want her to spill Same. every fucking bean. And I bean is that what they spill? Yeah, are you beans? Yeah, I'm kind of like I'm scandivalled out a little bit. I am too. That's why in I want a break, and then I want Raquel to come out in the future, and then I want right. to see the season jump right in. Mm -hmm. yeah. But and I also want to go to something about her and eat a fucking sandwich immediately. It's bound to happen because you know that they're not going to get married, and I think yeah. once the girls realize that this is what we need to do to make like Sandoval, like the villain and Raquel can like say all the shit. Like we just kind of need to like go soft on her and not ostracize her. And then she's only protecting Tom because she doesn't have anyone else. Yes. And she said that. So once she feels safer to do that, I think she definitely will. I also think that she, it doesn't seem like personally evil enough that she, that like, she will stay on the evil side. Uh -huh. Like she, even though what she did was truly diabolical, there is this feeling like she has like less, um, I don't know. Emotional I, I, intelligence. Uh, emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. And like, I do feel that there's just a little bit less cruelty with her than is in Sandoval. It does feel m like she was- eh. I mean, I, I, everybody should take like accountability mm. for their I think, actions. I think it's kind of cruel to like ask some ask a yeah. person whose boyfriend you're fucking on camera. Oh, if yeah. If they um, if they think how they feel about the fact that they're not having sex. Well, you know what I yeah. think? You know what I, I think? think? That's kind of cruel. I, I, I do. No, I do think she did a lot of cruel things. But I think that she, that Sandoval was presenting a different situation to her. And I don't think that she thought I think she really believed that him and Ariana were not where they were like over and that. Mm -hmm. And I think she was learning at that moment that like that was not true. Yeah, I I I sense that there is like a quite a bit of manipulation coming from Sandfall. That's what I mean. Where I say it's like I don't think but, she did it with the knowledge that we thought she had. Maybe about every about. I think James we'll is like really beat her confidence and her whole self esteem into the ground. She dated him and was engaged to him for like four years. Yeah, and I think dating someone like that. Imagine that person is your boyfriend your fiance mm -hmm. like that really does a number on you personally and i think that could probably make you into someone who who does bad things and is but i don't think she i think that some of that stuff maybe was her idea but i, I think yeah. that it's she is a product of where she's coming from she said that she like why tom and he made me feel seen and it's because like he picked her up during a time where she was very she had no confidence and like you can ignore a lot of shit. 
like you can ignore consequences when you somebody is making you feel like good. If like that's the only place that you seek or you find validation, you can't find it within. So you look without outside, and the only person that's giving it to you at once you've been stripped of all of it is this guy who happens to have a girlfriend. So right. like. Who says that he's done Who with her? Who says that he's done with her? I, but I I'm not excusing think, her. No, no, no. I, I do get a sense but more I get and it. more, though, that I think she's not playing with a full deck that the rest yeah. of us or that Tom so, Sandoval is playing Tom, with. Tom thinks he's playing with. <laughs> no, he's playing with the full deck. I give him More full, of a deck. A larger I, deck. A larger no, deck. No, he's, he's fully knows what he's doing in a bad way. He has nothing yeah, to excuse him. For sure. Yeah. The way all of the details of how he cheated on Ariana are really yeah. fucked up. Yeah. And if you guys are not scandivalled out, this coming Tuesday, we release an episode of Oversharing with me and Dr. Naomi, where Dr. Naomi kind of goes over, like, the thought process in the reunion of Lala and James, who I know got a lot of shit for kind of, like, the way they were piling on Raquel. And she kind of, like, goes over, like, what the motivations might have been there. So if you're not scandivalled out, check it out. Comes out on Tuesday. Spring has sprung, and that means it's time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, new warm weather bedding, flight for that summer getaway. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code BETCHES when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code BETCHES. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code BETCHES. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them buttoned up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. Not only are they offering you an unbiased opinion, they're also professionals in the field and they know because you could be going through something and you'll have someone to talk through it, but you could also not be going through something. Things might arise and you don't even realize something is bubbling up. I'm really good at identifying it now, but when I was like very early in my therapy, I didn't really realize I had anxiety or it was really affecting my life. And I figured that out with a therapist and I realized how it was affecting my life. And it was just such a great experience. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Are you fans of Olivia Rodrigo? Um, or do you I'm Olivia for- Rodrigo. I like her leaning positive. I like her two songs that I hear on the radio. The second one, even more, the one that makes me think of like my childhood listening to Driver's License. No, that's the first one. 
Um, that's like what's the second one? It's good for you. I fucking love that song. The Paramore one. It yeah, it reminds me of Paramore. She actually like credited Paramore, I think, with like a sampling credit for that song. Oh, that's what I love about it. Yeah, I mean, she did a bunch of things where she like credited a bunch of other artists for ideas, like Taylor Swift. There's also a question like Taylor Swift, like. She credited Taylor Swift for like a singing, a verse where she like sang or she screamed like the bridge or something. Mm -hmm. And it's unclear if like Taylor wanted her to give the credit or if she went out of her way to give it. But either way, she's coming out with a new song, Vampire, on June 30th. I personally am very excited. I am a big fan of hers. Mm -hmm. And the way she announced it was that it's a – the image is like a side profile of her and then – there's you can see on her neck there's like a crisscross of two purple band-aids where a vampire would bite her. Oh. And then Taylor Lautner, famously of vampire fame, oh, um, he was commented, Okay, who the fuck bit you? <laughs> so cute. I'm oh, really I excited. Miss, I miss True Blood. I miss the vampire mania. Remember like when, yes. when True Blood yeah. was out, it was like everything vampire. Yeah, like Yeah, that's not my shit. I at don't one really point care there was that. like everything Brussels sprouts and then another point, like everything Kale. vampires. Kale. Vampires, vampires were very in for a while. So in. Everything was vampire. What do you think the next there's zombies? Zombies have been in too. Yeah. Not really. I prefer vampires women. to zombies. They're a little more sexual. I was about to say vampires are sexier than zombies. Yeah, there was that whole other show on CW. What was Vampire Diaries? Vampire Diaries. Yes. That was like a huge same show. Same time. We're on around the same time yeah. as uh, True Blood. And Twilight. Twilight. Yes. And I feel like there were probably other vampire things. I feel like the 2010s were like big vampire energy. Interesting. I wonder what that symbolizes. Zam- zombies are... But zombies were always a thing. People always had zombies. No, but zombies are more became more of a thing, I think, like the late 2010s. I think it was like vampires and zombies. What do you think next? Just really oh fucked up humans? Influencers. <laughs> <laughs> Tom <think>. Sandoval's. <laughs> yeah. Cheating manipulators. Um, I don't know. Apocalypse. It, I think it cycles. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Mushrooms, according to The Last of Us. Yes. Oh. But that's zombies. I guess those zombies, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, right. Fungi. Okay. Fungus. Well, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, mu- fungi, not mushrooms. Yeah. Mushrooms. Well, aren't mushrooms fu- technically? Yeah, mushrooms, yeah. Uh, are fungi. I took right? a whole class in Cornell. You also took Magical a fly mushrooms. class. No, that was to... genetics. Oh. But it was, was a just lot genetics. of flies. No, I took a specific class called the magical something of m- magical mushrooms. Did they let you try them? No, honestly, there all these Cornell classes that seem like all cool. Like I also took like history of rock music. I knew they were kidding. all so hard and I got like B like B's. Oh yeah. On them. I mean, wine I was like, I thought I took it to get an A plus, like easy A to boost my GPA. Like Nothing what the fuck? At Cornell was like that. I mean the wine tasting class was like famously really fucking hard. Yeah. It was like four hours on a Friday and like I, I don't remember if that's actually accurate, but you had to like you barely got to drink any wine and the whole time yeah. the test was like you had to identify had wine a, by your taste. You had to buy like a fucking box kit. Yeah. Like that a was bucket expect- to spit your expensive. shit in. We um, took country we took club management. Intro, <laughs> intro to country club management. So if anyone needs you to manage your country clubs. <laughs> that was the most bullshit Casa class. Cifriani, but maybe they need us. There was no professor. He came on Zoom and he. I don't remember that. Yes. There was no professor in the class. He showed up via Zoom. They made us show up to the auditorium and they showed up on like a big projector. I don't remember that at and all. And there was nothing. Int- I learned nothing. I learned a is lot. There, I know exactly I how a country club is going. Now. <laughs> this is that is the most pretentious class I 
could ever, possibly ever, ever dream up. And yeah, because it was in the fucking Cornell Hotel School, it obviously. Was, I, I feel like it was like we took it because it was We easy. wanted an end. And it was also like only one day a week, I think. That was another reason. Oh, we're classes Is there like a, less than that? Was there a test on how to yes. exclude, exclude minorities? No. Well, what they call it, what they call it is the charter of the club. I don't remember one thing. I can tell class. you. Oh, my God. I remember all of it. And it is so fucked up. Yeah. I also took economics of the university. College rankings are also so fucked. What else? I took a bunch of things that Ugh, were very interesting. Annoying hard classes. I'm so How pissed. to waste water on, on watering your golf course. <laughs> Jordana and I took, well, I took half of personal finance management. You were never in the class. Before I realized <laughs> that I was never enrolled. And I had just been showing up. <laughs> You've just been auditing the class. I had been lit- – but you know what? I know how to budget now. So, Although Ugh. I don't feel like we learned anything in personal finance management. It's hard. Yeah. Literally, All I remember the personal saying finance was like management. stop buying coffee, which I haven't okay, done. My personal finance management is just like you don't need to buy that. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Like, and you have taught the class. Uh, did you happen to watch Amy Schumer's new, whatchamacallit, her stand-up? Emergency Contact. It's on Which my, had a great promo. Great promo. It's on my weekend plans, so not yet. So I watched it. There were funny parts. Um, she had a really <laughs> funny – she had a funny thing about Hilaria Baldwin, which she is, like, very, very fascinated by. And it was just funny to watch her uh, discuss it. What did she say? I don't want to ruin the joke. Remember, I can't – you know, we're not allowed to do that. What was Someone her – what was her – what was um, – what was she talking about? I thought just how many just, fucking kids she has and how oh she pretended to be Spanish and well, how she a whole shtick. How she went to like Mallorca and she really wanted to pretend to be from there. You really gotta see it. Um yeah. but I enjoy Amy. She was funny. I thought her comments on childbirth were actually some of the funniest, to be honest. Oh, I gotta watch it. Yeah. Um yeah, no, I found her the promo for it really funny. She basically calls all her celebrity friends and asks if they want to be her emergency contact. And one of the funniest was Larry David. Like when she gets Why, he say? to Larry, it was just, he didn't say it. Like he just had something in his teeth and it was just, he was hysterically laughing at her. I don't know. It was really. Yeah, his teeth were all green because he was drinking a juice. So he's like, my teeth are all green. I don't know why it was just funny because I didn't expect her to call Larry David. Anything unexpected to me is hilarious. Well, she calls really, really good people. Like yeah. She has Larry everybody. David. Larry David drinks like green juice. Oh yeah, he's yeah, like a health sure. nut. His health he? really. Yeah. I feel like on the Larry David so on many Curb. comments about the Larry that on Curb. The Larry David on Curb, I feel like would be like call, think it was like bullshit. No, no, no. Larry no. David on Curb is a health nut. Yeah, he's like constantly talk. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't he always like talk about how little food he needs to eat? And he's like he's he doesn't. Intense. Yeah, Larry David's not like a man for food. Yeah, he doesn't like food. He doesn't want to eat I it. Mean, I, I definitely didn't get the vibe that he was a huge foodie. <laughs> so anti his personality. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's, doesn't she like go into the whole like it doesn't make any sense that she has a thick Spanish accent. She's from Boston. And then Hilaria, I mean, reading about, you know about Hilaria. She says that she lived there for a while, but then she came back. Living here will remove that accent. She keeps She never it. had an accent. Okay, it's but fake. I get it. Okay, like if you spend a lot of time in like fucking – London, like you spend there years. You might pick up some years. words. You start to like sp- speak with the way in which they might speak. But if you come home for five years, right. you will lose it. It's not like all of a sudden though, you're coming and you're having all your children and you're naming them like fucking Kit and Rupert. Like, <laughs> what did like all these British call names. Them? Like, 
Jamon. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. She didn't even go Flamenco. there for five. I don't think she went for five years even. Like, I don't think she ever went for that extended of a period she says of time. She, her parents live there. She yeah, lived there. No, they there. retired to there. They don't live there. They, they, they were on the Mayflower. But she, her punchline, though, I read about this, is, is really about the shooting, right? Like, she brings that up. Yes. And so, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm excited to watch yeah. it. Um, it's good, good TV weekend viewing. She was also on Watch What Happens Live. That was so fucking entertaining to watch. Oh, yeah. Because she went in on everybody and... She went in on people lying about Ozempic. Yeah. Well, yeah. She said she tried it, whatever. But I thought the most, the best was her, her all her takes on Vanderpump. Yeah. Because it was just like hearing Amy Schumer. Apparently, Jennifer Lawrence is coming and talking about all this. She's a big Bravo fan. She was in the emergency contact promo video as well yeah she was the first did you, one did you guys watch the um the the Grey's Anatomy actresses Hel- Ellen Pomp and, and Pompeo. Pompeo I saw there was a thing where she was talking about um, <laughs> and Catherine Heigl talking about whatever I saw how she was talking about how her kids use the phrase like pick me oh girls, that was so funny. and how yeah. she was like actually like that came from like me pick yeah me, she's me, like love me She's like, my daughter was saying how bad it is to be a pick me girl. And she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they're all, I'm pretty she, sure they're the original pick me girl. <laughs> I saw one clip that was like, um, s- someone came up to her and was like, oh, my daughter's a huge Grey's fan. Can she say hello? And she was like, okay. And the daughter, the girl comes up to her. She goes, oh, are you Izzy's mom? Like, Izzy. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah. But wait, so what did you think of it? Was it good? Yeah, I thought it was like cute. Um, but the pick me thing was what I was going to talk about too, which I think I kind of agree. I think the the pick me phrase is like, I don't like it at all. What, what do you not like about it? I don't like that. It's like meant to be like, if you say some, if you say anything negative about any woman at all, then you are a pick me girl. I feel like that's that sort of the, I, don't I feel like that's what that means. It means that you like say things so that guys will like you. I, I do think oh. that is a thing, but I don't think that has to mean if you say something negative about other women that you're the pick well, me. Someone called me a pick me girl. You? Um, oh, she's mad. In, oh, in okay. the, well, I'm, I'm going to address this and then I'm going to iron it. Where they call is that, you that? Is that? In the reviews of this podcast, oh, for saying for saying that Taylor Swift has releasing the same album, what she is. Okay, um, you're playing I don't think that, songs. I don't. I don't think that makes me a pick me girl. I personally has she been sitting on this all episode this is how she gets into it she first talks have you guys seen Captain Heigl and what's her name okay this is my intro this is my intro um but I liked I would just like to clarify because I saw two reviews angry at me about the Taylor Swift thing I'm a huge I'm a big Taylor Swift fan love her album (laughs) uh red totally Taylor Swift fans don't like when you claim to be a fan unless you're like obsessed only pro her i face this problem as well so i well, understand i don't i am not only this. i am not only pro anything i know I think everything can be criticized taylor swift can be criticized she's great she can both be great and criticized i've released the same albums <laughs> that she did 10 years ago so and why she, are you think me can be true. why are you a pick me girl you're saying that but this has nothing to do with guys you th- it's I think because it's you're trying like, to make a controversial opinion okay i, guess, I think to be unique Okay, I think so that men will like girl. me. No, no, no. So I don't men think who don't listen to the show will like you. I don't think people mean pick me, and I don't think you're a pick me girl for saying this. this Here, I'll read you the, the review. <laughs> the, 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 the subject she is in favor of it. The subject is justice for Taylor. Oh 
<laughs> the Taylor Swift hate from Jordana is giving misogynistic pick me girl energy. And I'm not even a crazy Swift defender. Hating on something popular doesn't make you cool. Thought we left that energy with the early 2000s. <laughs> okay. I, so think I guess that- that's what I'd like to bring back from years past. <laughs> okay. What I think, what I think people use as pick me, I think like we assume, oh, oh it's a does. pick me, pick men want to pick me. But I think that people have started to use it to mean a girl who wants to be quote, not like other or girls, like to stand out. not necessarily to men, but in general uh-huh. or just in any moment. And also like, I feel, okay, honestly, I feel to like make a controversial me, opinion to, to stand me, out. I do feel that a pick me has to be an overarching quality. Like you have to do it all the time. Like I don't think one opinion can make you a pick me girl. I think that like it has to be like your general way. Are you trying to get picked all the time or by everybody? You know, I think it's specifically in reference to men, though. It can be, but I think it it means more. It means honestly, I don't. It is in reference to men, but I actually think the 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 quality is more offensive to women because it's like not a girl's girl is the pick me girl. Like right. I mm-hmm. think it's what we used to say is like a girl who like pretends to like sports and drink beer is a pick me girl. Now mm-hmm. it's sort of like broadened. Okay, because of well, social media, that makes sense. Pick me, guys. Choose me. Love me. Write me a write me a nicer review than I think that. She's I got get a, a few good DMs. Review. I got a few DMs that were like that people agreed with me, but no one wrote it in the reviews. Okay, well, so if you guys you, agree, write it in the reviews. If you disagree that Jordana is a pick me girl and you want to support her personality, please, <laughs> <laughs> please leave us a five star review. There have been times when I realized I shouldn't have trusted my gut, like watching that extra show when I know I really should go to sleep because I have to wake up early or buying that pair of shoes that I really don't need. Probiotics can help with most of your gut decisions, but if your gut needs a little support, Ritual has your back. I love Ritual. I used to take Ritual's prenatals. It made me feel so strong and healthy during my pregnancy. My nails were so strong. My hair was great. I just really love the brand. Their three-in-one supplement includes a prebiotic, probiotic, and postbiotic with two of the world's most clinically studied probiotic strains Postbiotics provide fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining to support a healthy gut barrier. Ritual's delayed-release capsules are designed to help survive the harsh conditions of the upper GI tract. It's an all-in-one minty capsule, and there's no refrigeration needed. And Ritual uses scientific tools to select lower carbon packaging, prioritizing sustainability-sourced ingredients, and set ambitious climate goals. There's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for for a limited time at ritual.com slash betches. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash betches for 25% off. I'm Betches co-founder Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm gonna wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And 
Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's L-E-E dot com. That's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. All right, let's talk about The Idol. Okay, tell me about The Idol because I've been seeing it everywhere. I have not gotten to watch it, but I do feel that I've been an observer of the discourse. There's only been two episodes. Okay, so I'm not that far behind. It stars Lily Rose Depp and The Weeknd. The Weeknd. The Weeknd. What's his name? Abel. Abel. The show is created by, co-created by the guy who made Euphoria and The Weeknd. Abel. Weeknd. I can't use the E. The Weeknd. Weeknd. That's what I'm going to call him. The weekend. He doesn't have an E, so it's the weekend. All right. The show was like promoted like very sexy. So you know what you're getting into. It's like super sexy, gritty show. Has a great cast like Gene Adams, um, Hank Azaria, the guy from. Um, is that true? What they said about my penis? And he, he plays it's bigger it, than the he coin. plays an Israeli guy, Chaim. Oh, and so he has an accent, and I think yeah. of you every time he oh, speaks. Oh, good, good, good. Um, the girl I can't remember everybody's name, but this girl from that. Did you ever see that movie, the Shiva, the Shiva? Yeah. Oh, Rachel Sennett. She's she's great yeah. in it. She plays her assistant. Shiva baby. Shiva baby. That, that was a great movie. Um, what's his name? Dan Levy. So <laughs> cast is great. Wouldn't it be funny if in the previews, instead of putting up their names, it was like, what's his name? The guy. <laughs> That's how my brain just fully works. That, that should be what the title cards um, say. I, I, the cast is great around, like the supporting cast. There's also a lot of like younger people who are like, there's this one girl who's like a, a YouTuber. She's like a dancer and she's really good. People Chloe like her. crazy. No, she's, she's not in it. it. No, she's not in it. No? She's okay. from SNL. She's not a YouTuber. Okay. She isn't everyone. Well, they're, whatever. Right. <laughs> She's not like a dancer from YouTube. I mean, I don't know what all her she skills are. She could be a triple threat. What else? Maybe Chloe's crazy okay. did a did a video, a parody of it. I think and she that's did. what I'm thinking of. This okay. is what she did. Okay. So I wanted to really like it. And I think that the scenes with so people are hating it. And especially there was this like one really fucked up scene in the last episode where it's just just like <sighs> it's just we're not going to describe it. I'm not going to describe work, it. And there's an HR department. There's here. an HR department, but it's very porny and um and it's not in a not in a good way. But the whole thing, I think, like the whole thing is about her. She's like this pop star who like kind of lost her way. You realize in this last episode, she loses her mom. She's very down. She doesn't like the music that she's coming out, but she actually is a talented singer and performer. But she's kind of lost. Like the industry has turned her into this thing that she doesn't quite like like Lindsay, and she's lost her way a bit and the weekend is this creep club promoter he's supposed to be creepy he like has a she she says oh you have a rat tail i've never hooked up with a guy with a rat tail she says he's like supposed to be creepy and like is taking advantage of her okay so that's that's sort of the premise but it goes like so quickly into that there's like very little character development with the weekend and the show feels like very like 
it's glorifying him, even though he's supposed to be a loser. Like he defends that scene. I read about it that like he's like he's pathetic. He's supposed to be a loser. It's not supposed to be sexy. It's we're not trying to make it sexy, but it, that's not how it's filmed. Like it's filmed like it's supposed to be sexy. Like the way in which they show it is very like non. It's uncomfortable to watch, not because you're supposed to feel like he's a loser, but it's uncomfortable to watch because you feel weird because he made the show. <laughs> right. Like, that's why I felt weird watching it. And he's like playing this guy who's like in this position of power, like over this young girl who, by the way, every scene with Lily Rose Depp, I love. And I don't know if that's controversial opinion or whatever, but to like she her. to like think because I hear there's like bad acting, but I like when she's in it. I think the story She's really actually kind of good. I mean, like she smokes so many cigarettes. It's so funny. Like her outfits are absurd. But I like I like her in the show. And I okay. love like Jane Adams. I love all the supporting cast. But every time the weekend's on the on the screen, it like hurts me. Really? It hurts my insides and it makes me really it makes it hard to watch. And I feel like part of it is because he made the show. He's and it makes it feel creepy. Like he's not just acting; he's he is acting out of fantasy. Yeah, he plays a creep. Admittedly, he plays a creep. He's not supposed to be like this good guy who's taking advantage of her, but he immediately takes advantage of her sexually. All of a sudden, she's like into him. That's also very um, like why would she all of a sudden be into this like club owner rather than like this like pops? You know what I mean? But anyway, Should I, would I like it? It's like a hard show to watch. So then maybe not. It's yeah, it's a little bit disturbing. But then there are really funny moments when it comes to like the commentary about the industry. Like that I, like that. I love. That's yeah. what I love. Like it's about this pop star who's like lost and she's like all of her people are people she pays. Right. And she lives in this home who which by the way is the weekend's home. He's using it his as actual house. It's his actual home. That's what it says well, in like cheaper. The after exactly. It's after the the HBO show. Okay, even though it sounds bad, you're actually making me want to see it to see what's going on. Like uh -huh. I gotta check I out what's going on. But I okay, I, I think the, part of this the is script, just like the script, I have to say the script during that like porn e scene was just so fucking poorly written and embarrassing. Like it was just and and again, he his defense is that it's supposed to be discussed, like it's not supposed to be sexy. But then why film it like that? Well, you know what people say about Sam Levinson? My, you know, what? Euphoria creator? Yeah, what? That he's like kind of a difficult person to work with in that way and that uh -huh. he can be, feel a little bit inappropriate in how he okay. treats the actors. I feels and, that way watching. I mean, you've seen Euphoria. Like, yeah. I think there have been comments about how the set experiences, there were, I mean, I remember I just know the thing Barbie, with Barbie Ferreira. Yeah. Right, but I think that was like one thing that happened amongst like he wanted it to be her storyline to be like degrading and barbie ferrer wanted her storyline to be empowering or you Over could time. like or yeah. you could like talk about the something to debate yeah and he wanted it to be like fully just kind of degrading and i think that like that is sort of the reputation that he he acts he directs out these things that he's saying they're art but they're actually you know kind of a wish fulfillment almost more uh -huh. than more than art so i think that that's kind of the sense i'm getting from it i will watch it but that is what i've read and and what you're saying about it being sam levinson i have a feeling that that is 
Yeah. Because if he's the leader, the, the Weeknd isn't like an expert movie I know. or showrunner. So I don't think he's thinking of like, let me make this show where like I will. You yeah. Know. It doesn't. It, it it kind of. And OK, fine. To be fair, you're you're right about like there's also the other guy who makes the show and I'm putting it on the weekend. I, well, he is the lead. And then the week. The weekend it doesn't is, help. Like if he was just an actor in this. I would be like, okay, I feel like this is just a bad show. Well, Sam Levinson but now probably I have needed another someone. level of creepiness because I don't know, like, I just you feel so bad for Lily Rose Depp's character. Well, there's a reason and that it's on purpose. But there's a reason that like these two said, oh, made it to an end stage of creative collaboration. Like, yeah. I'm sure if this concept. The concept came to life because of both of them. Yeah. So like whether it's one leading the other or yeah. whatever it is, like either way, Sam Levinson is the one who knows how to fulfill a show contract with HBO. So he's making it. Yeah. And The weekend could have been probably replaced with a different person who would have had maybe a slightly different vision for a show, but yeah. it would have still been the same. Right. My comments about like the way the show just goes like right into this shit is like fully based on like poor storytelling like not enough character development or like context around like why she would just suddenly be attracted to him knowing that he's supposed to be this pathetic loser as the weekend says outside of the show okay that doesn't make any sense why would all of a sudden she be like so into this his like vision for her she doesn't even know it's just all like fucked up i don't know that's what people's but i that's like what, that's... her in it i really like i like like I like like 50% of the show and I like her in it and it's just kind of makes me feel but she's mesmerizing to watch. And I think she also looks exactly like Kate Moss and then you realize that's not her mom. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's not her mom but she looks kind of exactly like her and it's really weird but she's very mes mesmerizing to watch because of her like facial features. She's just like her outfits. She's just kind of and it she's supposed to be this pop star who's like se highly sexualized. But it seems like she's owning that sexuality, but it's kind of clear that they're pushing her into that. And I think that's I think like that's the dynamic. The in most interesting part. But well, it's interesting that you say that because that is the criticism of Sam Levinson that he just like write like that. It's not about the character development or the storytelling. It's yeah. just kind of like scenes of yeah showing it. But no, I'm Shock. excited to watch it. I am. You're making it sound interesting, even if just so I can like know what people are saying about yeah. it and like observe that for myself. You it would also really enjoy the supporting cast, okay. like everybody. It's really it. good. And the way in which they talk at length, like that part really excited me about the show. I was like, this is the kind of show I like. They're talking at length about like funny controversies Perfect. on Twitter Perfect. about her. Don't let her in. Her assistant, like her manager, her PR person, the record label, the guy who like owns Live Nation, the CEO of Live Nation. That part oh, was really like good. But the Anytime the weekend's on, it like really hurts to watch. Okay, so I'll I'll, I'll watch and report back. What you're okay? This storyline reminds me actually of remember two weeks ago when I shared the first Specialist Society book. It, that is, did you read it? The Daydreams? No, yeah, I'm halfway in. Haven't Doesn't it kind of remind you of that a little bit? Uh, Anything you've read? No. <laughs> <laughs> because that's like about like high school children, and yeah, it doesn't feel as exploity as this as HBO. <laughs> no, just it feels like. I don't, it just feels bad. 
Okay, well, maybe I'm not as good at segueing unnaturally as Jordana is because I was going to oh, bring up the next is. book, the next Bachelor Society book. Did you guys watch Catherine Heigl? <laughs> okay, I also have a prediction. Catherine Heigl is going to make a comeback. I think so, too. Okay, I think so you heard are, it here first. I think people are giving her like, oh, she. it, it was all about how she was a mean person on set oh, when it really was, it wasn't. Like, I, I read about that. They shouldn't like her because it's you need a woman to villainize. But anyway... You may not get the facts here, but you will get predictions. And that is one of ours. You also get a book recommendation. <laughs> um, so our second Bachelor Society book has been chosen. I love this book. It's actually probably one of my – it could end up being my favorite of the year. Oh, what? Of this year. It's called Everything's Fine. Uh-huh. It's by a woman named Cecilia Rabbis. And basically, it's like the, – the vibe is kind of like an anti-rom-com. Uh-huh. So she – Like how? Okay, so you have a black woman who graduates college. She's like 21, 22, obviously. Uh-huh. She goes to work for Goldman Sachs. And she – one of the guys on her desk is a guy who she knew in college who was like a – imagine like a waspy frat guy who like is from Connecticut and, uh-huh. you know – and they were kind of like – they were in classes together and they would kind of like spar. But they weren't like friends. They didn't really know each uh-huh. other. So, okay, they rec- – but they obviously like recognize each other when they get to – work and he's like you know socially liberal fiscally conservative and she's like the only black woman on her desk uh-huh. and she's like having to navigate you know being yeah. in that position and he ends up kind of like helping her and like act they for they have like really good chemistry and like they form a relationship but then you know obviously i'm not giving anything away because that's kind of the point it's like then they deal with the ins and outs of having to navigate all those differences and it's just like really 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 on point writing like really observational and the relationship is like because you want you like want it but you don't want it but you Uh you still are like really really interested to see what happens and it's like it's like if you're going you know quarter life crisis vibes Uh it has that and it just feels really good to you know it sounds good to see how what's it called again it's called Everything's Fine. Everything's Fine. Which, it, you know, every it is. Not everything is. Everything's, everything's fine. fine. And yeah, I mean, it, it just really goes through the quarter-life crisis vibes. Very, it just nails them perfectly. Okay. And I loved it. So follow the Betch Lit Society on Instagram. Sign up for the newsletter. The link is in the bio, as they always are. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I'm really excited. Love it. You should... I, 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 now you have to finish the daydreams every week. I'm I have to be finish like, the daydreams. Um, okay, who's who are we sending to the Caymans? Can I please send the weekend? Abel? Yes. I'm yes. sorry. There's like, no one else who I care. To I'm send. sorry. You are. You just that scene was just really, really difficult to watch. Okay, we can send. We can send him. I feel. I feel safe sending him. Yeah. Should we send a reviewer somewhere yes. so luxurious? Like, I, yes. We're setting up a girls' trip here because we're going to read two two reviews. Where are we sending them? Hypothetically, um, allegedly, this is not a real trip. Where do they want to go? They can go to Casa Cipriani. Yeah, they can go <laughs> meals on us. Pictures. Okay, hi, girl. Yeah, go, go have. Don't take pics and have a drink on or have a whole we'll meal on there, us. We'll be there hypothetically. Yeah. <laughs> this dream, this dream world. Um, always a favorite. She writes. She's Jay with a lot of numbers. She goes, "Hi, girl. Drinking a really good cold brew, so I'm in a good mood. I love that." Thank you for making me literally LOL for so many years. You three are so sharp and real and legitimately keep me informed. I mean, it sounds ridiculous that we're reading these things that are just compliments to us. I'm actually from Great Neck, but haven't lived there since I was 18. And it feels like I am just 
talking with my friends from home when I listen to the pod. I can go on and on about my favorite moments, but I'll leave it there. Maybe we should go to Daruma. I love that place. Daruma yeah. in Great Neck. There's Vasa a, too. There's a really good restaurant now in Great Neck, um, and I can't remember what it is, but it's like a like a ta- Mediterranean tapas place, and mm. I cannot remember what it's called, but well, that's it, where you good. get all the good recommendations here. It was good. Well, okay. I wanted to read this one specifically because Jordana's gone. Sprocket Loves Ruby says, <laughs> I'm obsessed with these ladies. I don't even watch the shows they discuss. Look at this. Look at that. Everyone should take, take a note. Though I'm starting succession just so I can keep up. I fell in love with Aileen and Sammy. Oh my gosh. I'm reading this because, you know, lucky us, which is also my daughter's name. What, Sammy? I'm assuming because it is in the parentheses next to my name. Okay. Unless her name, her daughter's name is Aileen and Sammy. <laughs> Good name. <laughs> and their vulnerability on DST. And since binging the show, I now love Jordana just as much. Aww, oh, Jordana. So cute. I'm sorry you made your Irish exit. They're so fun and thoughtful to listen to. They are just the girls I need when, I, when I'm on maternity with my twin girls. Oh, wow. Honestly, that's why I wanted to give her the shout out because she, she's listening on you know maternity. What? Imagine like listening on maternity and you're like, Oh my God, I got to shout it on this podcast. Yes. I now can, your breastfeeding supply comes in and you're just, you know, <laughs> you're just, everything's lovely. Everything is, I hope everything is lovely. Um, well, that is it for this week's At Betches podcast. You can follow me at Aileen. You can follow Sammy at Sammy. You can follow Jordana at Jordana Abraham. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And be sure to give us a five-star review. We can give you a shout-out. We'll send you to the place you want to go. You can even tell us where you want to go, hypothetically, in the review. Your dream place. That would be fun, too. I want to know what people's dream, like, hypothetical place that they want us to hypothetically send them to. Yeah. Like, that could be way more fun. And just leave us a review. Subscribe. Do all those things. And we'll see you next week on the App Batches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, Rebecca Sosmacat, and Aliza Zim. Editing by Basilio Perez. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at Betches.com. Betches.